What up, you turds? Welcome to the Take a Tart podcast. It is your master of the house, Michael Simlink, and it's time for a new guest, a guest who has long been rumored to come on to the pod. Uh, she's one of the all-time leading scorers at Intermountain Christian School, as you all know, up the Lions, and she is the biggest Utah Jazz fan I know, and I believe her appearance, it completes the first couple who have both been guests on the show uh, because she touches lips with Dana Van Osteren on occasion. Welcome to the show, Amber Destictor. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Sim. Super pumped to be here. And you're going to get to start out with the talking stick because you've got something you'd like to share. So what is I, that? I do. So I wanted to talk about the kiss cam and how I think it needs to be canceled. Like Sim said, a huge Utah Jazz fan. I have grown up going to NBA games. And maybe the worst part for me about going to some of these games, other than if the team I'm cheering for loses, so if the Jazz lose, is the kiss cam. <laughs> um, I think it's awkward. I think it's cringy. So I think it's just problematic overall. And I actually had a friend have an have a recent experience with the kiss cam. Uh, hi, Caitlin Hassman. <laughs> and her she was at a hockey game. The, Let's go Muskies. Yeah, the Sioux City Muskies with one of her friends, Josh Fisher. Friends, let's emphasis on the friends there. Emphasis on the friends. <laughs> that is going to be very clear. Also, a uh, friend of the pod, guest of the pod, yes. Josh Fisher. Yes. So. Beloved uh, friend, Josh Fisher. So the kiss cam went on the big screen and they had like a split second discussion on like what they're going to do because Caitlin's not about to kiss him. They're friends. And they decide on a high five, a good like escape. Um, not what people are looking for when they have the kiss cam, but kind of what you have to do in that moment. And literally, like, the next second, they are featured on the screen. So, like, perfect timing. And so they have to high-five, which is fine. It went well. However, from Caitlin's perspective, she was like, it was awkward, and I will never, like, enjoy the kiss cam because I always think of that moment. So, like, it, for now, for her, it's ruined forever. She just was like, if if we didn't have to deal with that, it would have been better. It would have just made the night go smoother, and there wouldn't have been that weird pressure to, like, do something. And, like, the people that they were with, like, knew what was going on, and so they were kind of, like, laughing, and just a whole big mess. So, so t- look, just looking at stats. only The about, stats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did some research, because that's what I like to do, and only about 12 of 30 NBA teams actually use the Kiss Cam today. And so that's less than half. And the N- WNBA and the NFL just have completely gone off the kiss cam road. And some MLB and some NHL teams as well still do it. So this goes to show that only probably about half of professional sports teams still use it. I think it goes to show that you can go without it. Like, there are teams that are successful without the kiss cam. So I know it is beloved. Like, it's been around for a long time. But I think we can do without it. And just looking at the kiss cam overall... It's it creates like a sudden expectation of touch in public and in some cases like creates a kiss in which never would have happened. So I was reading an article by The Ringer. We love The Ringer over here. Uh, big influence. Uh, well, yes, yeah, we've noted this podcast, a direct ripoff of the hottest <laughs> take from The Ringer. So, yeah, it makes sense. I don't know why they were just telling the story. I don't know why this would ever be a thing, but a husband was at a professional sports game with his ex-wife. I don't know why, but it's just some people. Um, and they were featured on the kiss cam. And so they like kissed, but it was weird. And he was like, that never would have happened if we hadn't 
been on the kiss cam. So it just like creates unnatural moments. Like, and that is part of why it makes it funny. But I think when we're talking about kissing and like being like holding cans or like whatever it is, you want to do it because you like are into the person, you like the person, you want to share that moment with the person, not because there's a camera on you, not because people are booing you if you're not. I think that we're that's like teaching people that like this idea of like kissing for clout like now that cameras are everywhere and we have phones everywhere um this is just like more of an issue like doing stuff that we wouldn't normally do just because there's a camera on us and I think it just creates a lot of like unnatural moments and people like people are put in scenarios that they they wouldn't want to be in just because there's a camera on them Going on to another story that I saw, which this is an isolated example, but I thought I should bring it up because it could have happened more than once. So I was reading this article online about this man who was watching a soccer game in Spain, and he was featured on the kiss cam and was actually caught cheating on his wife through the kiss cam because it used to be where the kiss cam was just like a thing shared between everybody in the arena. Um, but now it can be like featured on TV sure, and now millions, yeah, millions yeah. of people can see it. And so that's exactly what happened to him. Like he was with this other girl, his wife saw it on TV, just like a pretty awful way of like describing your spouse's cheating. But she found out. Yeah. Cause the other way was that she didn't know her husband was yeah. cheating. So like, maybe that's a good thing. I think you just made a point for the kiss. Cam. No, 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 no. <laughs> I like it's, it's maybe a good thing that he found out, but I think she would have found out eventually. But, like, Maybe. it's such an awful way to find out because then, like, your friends and your family and, like, all the people that are also watching the game also find out at the same time that you do. And instead of, like, you getting to be the person that shares that pain and blah, blah, blah. Like, maybe that's an isolated example, but I think it goes to show that, like, when you're on the kiss cam, you're you're not just sharing it with people in the arena. Like, you're sharing it with everybody. And so you are making a statement about your relationship status to everybody watching this ball game or whatever. And I think that most people would rather do that in their own time and their own space with the people that they choose to. Okay. The example of someone getting caught cheating on the kiss cam, I think is a slam dunk for why the kiss cam should exist. I get that it's not ideal, but you know what's not ideal? Being cheated on. Okay, (laughs) So I don't know if you can like want to find out when you are calm and sitting down and surrounded by all the people you love and all, like that's not how finding out that cheating works it's like anything that any sort of like bad traumatic thing like it never comes when it should so i would say that that's a like a positive for it and i want to jump back real quick to caitlin and josh yes so they had talked about hey if we're on the kiss game here's what we're gonna do mm-hmm. and then yeah they high-fived and it was fine this Ties very nicely, just real nice, Clark, <laughs> into Tuesday's pod that awkwardness doesn't exist. Awkwardness is something that we assign to things because Josh would not say that that interaction was awkward. Caitlin saying it was awkward, she she has assigned awkwardness to it. And so it is not inherently awkward. So this is why it ties in. So the, the thing that awkwardness is not a thing, I think, is really in play here. And so I would argue that her outlook on it. Also... So you've been to a lot of sporting events. How many of those have you been kicked out of because you did not participate in the kiss cam? I've never been on the kiss cam. It's like my worst fear. (laughs) Like literally my worst fear. (laughs) Well, the point is that you wouldn't get kicked out. Okay. You can opt out of being on the kiss cam. There is nothing obligatory 
about just because you get shown on a jumbo screen, you don't have to kiss that person. You know, you like have every right and every choice to do that because some people enjoy the kiss cam. Okay. And so they're like, oh, this is great. And then they can make it funny or kiss or whatever. And I know you're not saying this. You know what people love? Old people that are still going to a game together and then kiss on the kiss cam. And everyone's like, that's cute and that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I think that is a positive for it. Uh, And I would also say, yeah, you can just like opt out. I think it's just, it, you can take it too seriously and I, I think be maybe a little too offended or a little too like uncomfortable. They, they know when they're going around that they might end up finding like a brother sister, right? And then the brother sister has to like do something about it and then everyone laughs and then it's fine. So I understand where you're coming from with that people may be uncomfortable. I'm just not sure that it is enough of an uncomfort that the that teams are wronging fans by doing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not sure I'm actually I know I'm not I'm not with you because I don't think the uncomfort <laughs> is enough to not have it. Well, here's the thing is that I think there's just more people who like like you and me who would just rather not be on it and who like, yeah, could deal with it, but would just like rather not be on it. Yes, there's those cute old couples who are probably fine with being on it, but I think those are very few and far in between. I think it goes back to the point of, like, if no one, if more people would rather not be on it and would rather not participate in it, then I think we can do a lot better and choose something that everyone can enjoy. And I wanted to move on to another really important point that I had. And that was that the kiss cam works by promoting different assumptions and stereotypes according to age gender, ethnicity. So like they're looking for people who are probably about the same age, probably heterosexual and probably the same race. And so that's excluding like this whole group of couples in which they probably would never be featured on the kiss cam, which maybe they're grateful for. I don't know. Either way though, um, it perpetuates these heteronormative um, ideals. And so it's excluding this whole group of people. Um, so my last probably most important point is about the idea. I think we've kind of already touched on it, but I wanted to go into it a little bit further is what the case cam says about consent. Once again, referencing this ringer article, there was a, um, Syracuse university football game where this couple or supposed couple was featured on the kiss cam and this woman like clearly shook her head no like she didn't want to she was like moving away from the guy which is like completely your right to do technically and people literally like took their hands and shoved her into this other guy and like the people like kind of people didn't really care and so the this guy that um they were interviewing for the article was like the sad part was is that she said no and like no one gave crap they were like you know what you're on tv you need to do this like we don't care if you don't want to. And, like, I'm sure this has happened. Maybe that's, like, a pretty extreme example. But I think this kind of, like, happens, like, internally for a lot of people. Like, oh, I wouldn't normally want to do this. Like, I don't really want to do this. But because there's cameras on me, there's, like, the societal pressure. Like, I'm going to do it anyway. And obviously there's not time for, like, consent. Like, even, like, if it's just this random couple, this guy's not going to be, like, if they're on a first date or something, He's not going to be like, can I kiss you? Like, because, like, in that moment, he may. But, like, I wouldn't say that's probably, like, the norm. And so I think it it shows people that if there's that, like, pressure, if there's cameras on, like, then, like, consent goes out the window. Like, it doesn't matter. It's obsolete. 
I think that's like another big problem with the kiss cam that I kind of have like learned as I've like thought about it more and yeah, like read this article and just been like, uh, yeah, like it's kind of problematic. Like, yeah, I understand that. I'm still here for the kiss cam. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, not that, uh, not that my opinion is the only one that matters, but uh, I like it. I want it to stay. Well, Amber, thank you for your research and for stopping by. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. Excellent. Uh, and thank you for listening to the Take It Tart podcast, not just today, but for the entirety of season one. That's a wrap on it. Um, and we really appreciate your support. We'll be back again later in the summer or the fall, uh, but be on the lookout. We've got some merch ideas brewing and some other really cool ideas for pods. Uh, so season one was just a start for us here. But yeah, as one final favor, please take a minute to write a review, rate us, and subscribe. In the world of algorithmic streaming, it is a huge help if you do those things. So follow us on social media at TITH Podcast. Email me, TITH Podcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Amber. Thanks to Anchor.fm. Thank you for listening to season one. Keep it real. Keep it safe.